hey there. This is Jim, and I was just thinking. Headed down the driveway, a driveway that was covered in snow this morning on this seventh day of December. Pearl Harbor Day here in the States. Remembrance of the Japanese sneak attack on Pearl Harbor in Hawaii back in 1941, I believe. Which, of course, got the United States officially into World War II, although we were unofficially already involved. And, of course, you get to hear Reagan in the background because mom's dealing, mom's dealing with the goats, mom being my wife, while well, yours truly gets a 5K run in before it gets dark, dark, dark. In fact... I have my Nebo light on with the headlamp going so in case it's a little dark on my way back I'll be able to be seen and also be able to see the ground in front of me because there are no otherwise no lights out here and most folks who live out here do not turn on outside lights at night. Some folks do. My neighbor across the street has got some very festive green Christmas lights that go on. So I see those, but He's behind a grove of trees, so I just see the twinkling in and amongst the uh, the branches. So it's basically this semi-opaque wooden screen of kind of a gray-brown with little green twinkles coming through. So, there you go. This is, this is gonna be run number three with the heart rate monitor. <coughs> My second run, I also recorded. I have not uploaded yet, but I did record it. And it seemed like I was a little winded, but when I looked over my time, there's a good reason for that. I was running a tad quick, and so I was winded with good reason. So, all right, we're up at trusty telephone pole number five. Let's go ahead and start.
Ready, set, let's do something. Okay. Scroll that up. So we get the heart rate monitor. Because that's what I want to see when I look down. And off we go. So it is upper 30s today. So all of our snow that settled on the roads is melted now. But it is damp. Although I am wearing shorts, because it's like 39, 38, close enough to 40 that I would wear shorts. And there's not much of a breeze, so no real wind chill. But I've got a nice Under Armour long sleeve shirt, I've got gloves, because my hands always just get cold. I've got a beanie, of course the Nebo light over the beanie and I've got my fleet feet safety orange running vest so here we go 111 for the heart rate right now so again since this is a a 5k Roughly, and we'll run straight out and then take a walk break at the halfway point. So, anyway, so today is Thursday, and today is a transition day. So, we started off, I said, with snow. Now the temperature just is supposed to get warmer from now all the way through until Sunday. And on Sunday, we're supposed to get a gully washer of rain and 62 degrees. So, yep, we've gone from having snow and I think it was like 28 this morning. And in just a few days, we're gonna get a lot of rain in 62 degrees. So. Then it's gonna go back down into the 40s for the high, which is, that's where we are in December. Still hanging at 111. I feel like I'm running a little quick though. So I think I'm gonna just pull it back on the reins a little bit. So anyway, what's going on? Well I just learned that friend Mark is going to be having a remembrance ceremony for my friend his wife 
Judy. On January the 8th, which is a Monday. So, if you've been listening, you've been hearing me talk about how, you know, how things work out in the end. Well, that's when my next vacation starts. That's right, January the 8th. So, everyone's concerned it's being early December that whatever they were going to do for my friend Judy, I wasn't going to be able to make because of work and the holidays. And, uh, yeah, basically how hard it is to get time off that's not already approved this time of year. So, well, that appears to no longer be a concern. So, once again, another one of these, why are you worrying? What can you do to make your life any better by worrying? Right? There's actually a uh, very famous quote from a, uh, a more recent Catholic saint known as Padre Pio, who is uh, catchphrase is the wrong word, but it'll suffice for now since I don't have a uh, replacement phrase for it. But his, uh, his statement quite often was, pray, hope, and don't worry, right? You do what you can do, and you let the Almighty take care of everything else. So, it does seem to, uh, does seem to work. There you go. Uh, so what else? Well, first kilometers done, and uh, learned about a new race that's in my local area. I mentioned to you before. I was going to be doing local races this year. Well, this coming year. And we have one here in the Greater York PA area called the Ninja Run. Yeah, like the people who wear all black and are very stealthy. So, it appears that USA Road Running <coughs> sponsors this and it's a park in uh, northwestern York County and they have a monthly race that includes 5k 10k 
and a half Mary. Now, I don't know if it's like Shiver by the River, put out by a group called the Pagoda Pacers from Reading, named after the Reading Pagoda on top of the hill overlooking Reading. So, the uh, Shiver by the River is a winter series that they haven't had their first race. They'll be having it shortly. And what's nice about it is uh, for one prize, you can sign up for all four monthly races. So one race every month for four months. And when you show up, you can decide if you're doing a 5K or a 10K. Doesn't cost you any more to do the 10K. So if you're not feeling it, you can just go through the finish area after your first lap. Well, this sounds like that. I don't know if it's a decide on the day thing, but it appears they have a race every month. And they have a different themed medal every month. So if you do all 12 months, every month you're gonna have a medal with a little ninja in it and a different background. So that might be fun. You know, don't know if I'll do all 12, but if it's reasonable in price and I can sign up for the entire year all at once, I might, I might. So more to come on that. But so 24, Maybe the year of the ninja. There you are. Little Japanese whip cracking from my buddy Anthony. In homage to our little silly tailwind commercial we had made oh probably two three years ago not longer so all right we are on the ridge road headed west or in French west Yep, not spelled the same, but essentially pronounced the same. <coughs> so. Got some very high 
stratus clouds making a giant gray blanket across the sky right now. And I am happy because I am appropriately dressed. This is always the issue this time of year. Especially when it's in the 30s. It's like, how do you dress? Because if you overdress, you're going to sweat. Which if you're doing a run and walk, means you're going to get very chilly on your walk breaks. And if you underdress, of course, you're going to freeze. So, a very fine line where comfortable lives in between too hot and sweaty and too cold and freezing this time of year. So, I am happy to say I have threaded the needle. So, kind of nice uh, sunset right there. We've got what three weeks until the sun starts setting later in the evening. But on December 7th, we're still losing time. So, thankfully, unlike Syracuse. earliest it will set around here is like 440 something in the afternoon. In Syracuse, I think on the shortest day of the year, I think the sun sets before 430. So, you remember if you had a, a day job, You'd get up for work in the dark. You'd drive to work in the dark. The sun would come up after you got to work. And depending upon how late you worked, it could very easily be setting as you were going home. And by the time you got home, it was dark again. And so all of the day's sunlight was while you were inside working. So. I would be very happy when that's no longer the case. And yeah, it's another argument to just get rid of this whole switching the clocks. We've made our bed eight months of the year. We're on a time zone one hour further east. Might as well just stay there for the rest of the year. And just call us Atlantic Standard rather than daylight saving time. <coughs> 
haven't been put in charge of that decision yet, so nothing for me to do except what all of you are doing and just make the best of it until around the middle of March when we flip back. Turnaround heart rate 110. <clears throat> I did get a much better night's sleep last night, so there we go. <clears throat> all right, all right, now I'm actually facing west. Sun is setting in the southwest right now. It's kind of a fun thing to notice where the sun rises and sets throughout the year. In fact, I saw this on Instagram uh, last week, maybe earlier this week. Somebody had done a photo montage. Uh, 12 months taking a picture of the same scenery on the same day of the month at the same time of the day and you can actually see the difference as to where the sun is so pretty cool I uh I have thought for a long time about doing a similar thing. So, you know, picking like the 15th of the month. You know, a date that would be roughly in the middle of the month. And uh, taking a walk out. And uh, there's a spot that uh, I come out of the... Uh, the wooded area, right next to a brick house, and uh, very different than the Commodore's brick house, by the way, but topic for another day. All right, time to run again. But uh, the landscape opens up in front of me there. So it used to be forest on both sides, but the guy who bought the farm near me, cleared out some of the, uh, the forest area to make land for planting, so and that was only on one side of me, but still, once I get past this one guy's driveway, the whole landscape opens up, and if you look at my Instagram, you've seen pictures from that area, and I was like, you know what, it would be cool to go and take my camera, and, uh, take a picture from here once a month at basically the same time and then uh, take those pictures at the end of the year and make a calendar out of them you know 
Courier and Ives plates in our house that has something like that. It's the Four Seasons, and so if you're familiar with Courier and Ives, they tend to like to do scenery from the uh, from the 1800s, so or even the 1700s. But uh, anyway, we have one that's for summer. It's got a summer scene, one for fall, one for spring, one for winter. And I remember looking at those hanging on a wall since I was probably eight. So, 49 years I've been looking at these plates. Of course, my favorite is summer. Should not surprise you. My favorite season is summer. Got nothing against spring when it doesn't rain. Got nothing against fall when it doesn't rain. But here in the northern mid-Atlantic, and definitely in the northeast, I got a whole bunch of beef against winter. We're actually discussing that at a work meeting today. This meeting always starts off with an icebreaker. Today's icebreaker was winter or summer. Which do you choose and why? Alright, now that's just that's just gorgeous. If I had my camera right now, i.e. my phone, I'm taking a picture of that. That is just spectacular. Oh my gosh, lovely, lovely. This is the one thing you notice. You have a uh, a gray day like we did today. That, uh, it quite often, though, can set you up for a lovely sunset. And of course, the uh, you get the, the sun setting and then you get all that reddish, orangey goodness reflecting off of that previously gray blanket of clouds. Almost like a movie projector and a movie screen. Very pretty. Anyway, so I have probably sidetracked myself, so whatever I was talking about may just have to, uh, may have to be what it was. No idea anymore. But anyway, I'm feeling good right now. Well, what did we say? We talked about... Oh, yeah. Yeah, we were talking about the icebreaker. So, yeah. So. Anyway. My favorite is summer. Yes, yeah, summer can get a little bit too warm, but I prefer it. Because even if it rains, you can make do, right? 
spring or fall when it's a cold rain. That's that's not fun. But as long as there's no lightning, I don't really care how hard it's raining if it's 80 degrees outside. So now of course if we're talking about Florida winter. Well, totally different story. Sign me up for Florida winter. But no, I think we're going to get regular winter this year. So it's the seventh of December, and it's already snowed twice. So it's par for the course. We'll likely get another one. It'll give us two inches of snow by the end of the month. And we'll get a breather for the first seven to 10 days of January. <clears throat> then it'll get cold by the third week of January. be lucky to get out of the 20s for a high and our snows will start in earnest and it will be chilly for six weeks so the latter half of January and the entirety of the month of February start to warm back up into the 40s or better until March and somewhere in that six weeks it'll snow five times four of them will be snowfalls between three and five inches one of them probably in February or at the very end of January will be a nor'easter that'll drop I will say 16 inches on us. I think we're going to get another 6 inch snowfall sometime in the first two weeks of March. Sometime before St. Patrick's Day anyway. Before the snow machine winds down. And when we're all done, I think we'll look at 35 to 40 inches of snow, which for some of you is a ginormous amount of snow. That's normal for here, and that's uh, 35 to 40 inches. That's, uh, that's what we would call December in Syracuse. Pretty much December, January, and February. You're good for, you're good for, a good, for 30 inches every one of those months. Sometimes more, sometimes a lot more. But talk with my mom this afternoon. Rochester, a city that's about 80 miles to the west of where I grew up, got two inches today. So, so yeah. The child, El Nino, definitely going to bring us 
a regular winter. <clears throat> Last year, we got five inches of snow the entire winter. And we didn't all get it at once. I think it snowed three times last year. I think one of those was three inches, and the other two were an inch. <coughs> so, none of those snows stuck around for more than a couple of days. So, this year will definitely be different. It already is. What else is going on? Well, this weekend, the lovely Mrs. D and yours truly are going to be going to the ballet, the Nutcracker, to be exact. It's a uh, it is a holiday tradition of my lovely wife. Went to it frequently growing up, and then as a single person, we've gone a couple times. I don't think we've gone more than twice. We've gone a couple times. I remember, we went once while we were dating, and uh, this time, though, we're gonna go see it in DC. This should be a much better rendition than the one I remember in Syracuse. Although I thought that was actually pretty good. Um, I'm not a ballet connoisseur, so what do I know? But I knew all the music. So, didn't grow up on the ballet, but I did grow up on classical music from my father. We listened to it every Sunday after church. We'd go and either put on a, a record or I, uh, the local classical music station on the radio. And he would sit and read for about two hours and the whole house would be filled with classical music so I uh, I developed an ear for it of course this time of year would not be uncommon to hear music from the Nutcracker and my dad was a huge fan of the comedy musician in the 40s, known as Spike Jones, who took popular pieces of music and then made them silly. And uh, Tchaikovsky was not missed in his silliness. So. I remember having an album of Spike Jones and his band doing 
music from the Nutcracker. Of course, it would have silly lyrics, and it would have <coughs> some silly music to go with it. So it was a fair representation of the original. But uh, with a hefty dose of silly. Very much like Weird Al Yankovic. So. I did remember the music, but I will remember the music when I see it again. So. But yeah, so we're doing that on Saturday. So. get up and take care of everybody and then make the drive down to DC I think we are going to be taking the metro so we'll likely park in a place called green belt and take the green train into the long fault Station, which is actually French, French for the child. <clears throat> From there, we will switch over to the red line and take it to Metro Center. And at Metro Center, we will climb out of the Metro, go back upstairs, and make our way to the Warner Theater, <coughs> and go see the Nutcracker. So we'll see, we may be doing, maybe doing brunch at a place in Georgetown called Leopold's, which makes amazing breakfasts and brunches. It's a, um, I think it's a Belgian restaurant. It's either Belgian or Dutch. Not sure. One of the two. I think it's Belgian, though. And, uh, yeah. They make a mean French toast that's covered in bananas and chocolate sauce. It is way more of a dessert than a breakfast, but it is fantabulous. So, so yeah. So, Greenbelt to Lawnfont. Lawnfont first, probably to the silver, orange, or blue line to foggy bottom. And then a short walk through Georgetown to get to the, uh, to Leopold's, have our brunch, walk back to Foggy Bottom 
take that train to Metro Center. back to some place where we can get a train to Metro Center and off to the, the ballet. Alright, well, here comes telephone pole number five. So, wait for the car to go by. Alright, finish. 514. Uh, average zone 2. Sounds right. Call it light. It's now 5 o'clock. And my headlamp is starting to light up the road in front of me. So I'm glad I wore it. heart rate when I finished 114 so if you're wondering if this uh, training is working the answer is yes it is absolutely working <coughs> so I am slightly excited as to what I will look like come springtime uh, after doing several months of this training, so I think we'll probably leave things as they are for the remainder of 2023, but at some point, maybe before the year's out, but for right now, probably not, um, <clears throat> I will eventually bump up my weekday runs, my Tuesday and my Thursday, to four miles, <clears throat> and I'm hoping by springtime, so April. Um, anyway, I will then bump up my Tuesday and my Thursday run to five miles, and that's where I think I will leave it for the remainder of 24 right now. That's what I'm kind of feeling right there. Of course, still do the long run on Saturday and then do a similar shorter run on Sunday. It's just basically an easy shakeout. So, that's the plan. All right. <clears throat> well, when we get to the bottom of the hill, which we are now going down, we'll grab our mail, head into the house, and it's time for some dinner. So when I left, wait for the car to go by. Susie had the barn open and the goats were following her around. As I look down, the dog is still outside, but the barn is closed, so she may she may still be in the barn taking care of our animals. I think she is, because I see the lights are still on in the tap room. We've got a, uh, a nine-pane <coughs> window into our tack room, so... You can see the lights are still on, so I think she's probably still in the barn, but I will probably go and grab the dog and bring the dog back in. So there it is. 
another run in the books. And uh, once I upload this to the app on my phone, I will literally put this run in the books. I'll put it in my little notebook where I'm recording all of these so I can get a more of a bird's eye look and uh, see how I'm doing. So, all right. And we've got some mail. That's nice. <clears throat> all right, folks. This is where I'm going to leave you. Thanks for the listen. Thanks for the time. Be well, be safe. And until we speak again, 7-3.